Um, also, five years from now, like I hope that we can move up to being an NCAA Division One team. I I don't really think we're that far off. So, once you bring in a school like Oregon, like Oregon is is it's name power, it's recognition across not just the U.S. but into Canada too. Like once you bring in a school like that and make them D one, West Coast hockey is going to explode. Other schools like UW down into the Southern California schools are going to join in too. So it's, I think the five years, it's, it's all very exciting. Welcome, everybody. This is going to be a uh, new segment that we we're working on with the Emerald Sports. We are joined here by Connor Rendell from the Oregon hockey team. The Oregon hockey team is a club-ran, student-focused, student-ran organization supported primarily by member dues as well as donations. A little background on the team. They are back-to-back conference champions. They are moving to D1 next season. They are currently in the D2 Started off very well this season. They have went through struggles with losses and also games being postponed for COVID regulations. Um, the Pac-8 championship was canceled. They are a high-scoring offense. Connor, let me just ask you, how long have you been playing hockey? Uh, first of all, hey, I'm Connor. Um, hey, yeah. Hello. <laughs> Uh, I've been playing hockey for 21 years now. Wow. Um, been in Oregon. This is my fourth year at Oregon. Seeing the program take some big strides going from my first year where we had only 10 or 12 guys to being able to move up to D1 this year. So it's been it's been a huge jump in the four years I've been here. So like being, what is it compared like being uh, D2 to D1? Like what kind of... It's 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 going to be a big jump. So we've so for the first time in our program this year, we played four D one games. Um, we went one and three in those D one games, and they were intense. Like there, it's it's good hockey. Um, the recruiting gets better. Just just everything goes up. It's it's a lot of junior A guys versus some junior B guys. Um, yeah, it's just it's a much tougher league, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a huge step up for the team next year. Yeah, definitely. I want to touch a little more on kind of because you have been here since the beginning, you know, it's taken a lot of strides being a senior on the team with a bunch of new guys. Have you taken on kind of a leadership role in the locker room? Do you feel a little bit? We have we've got a pretty good core group of leaders that have been here. Uh, similar length of time as me uh, came about six months after me. So yeah, I'm not uh, I'm not not a letter on the team or anything like that. But I think just being an older guy on the team, I'm one of the oldest guys. I've, I've taken a leadership role for sure and help out the young kids. I mean, we have some 18 year old freshmen on the team all the way up to myself being 26 as a senior. So we got a big age gap and a lot of kids coming in that are just learning how to be adults. And yeah, it's been definitely, definitely done my best to try and take them under my wing. And you're from, uh, let me just touch back on a little bit of your background. You're from Canada, correct? Yeah. I'm from just outside of uh, Calgary, Alberta, a little town called Cochrane. Uh, lived there since I was about 12. And played hockey there all the way up till 21, played for the local junior team and stuff. So, yeah. So you were raised on the ice. Raised on the ice, a classic Canadian, basically. So how does it compare playing hockey in Canada to playing hockey here? It's way different. Oregon is not a hockey state. I'll be straight up with you guys. It has been super unique. Um, We went to Bend this year to help grow the game in Oregon. We're looking at maybe playing games in Portland next year. So put in perspective, I think there's six rinks in all of Oregon. 
And in the small town of 15,000 I was in, we had five rinks. And then there was another 10 within 30 minutes of us. So like, it's just so different being down here and trying to grow the game instead of it just being already the prominent thing. What made you come down here? Um, was it like an opportunity for playing for the for the Oregon Ducks? Or how did you hear about it? And um, what made you come down here? Uh, yeah, it was actually Riley, our head coach. So he's been he's been here for the same length as I have. And uh, he reached out to me August of 2017 Facebook message, just completely out of the blue. Knew nothing about the program, knew nothing about Oregon, uh, wasn't even really looking at post-secondary education at the time, and just kind of thought, I, you know, I'll run with it, I'll try it. I applied here, got in, and came down, and literally, I've, I've loved every second of it, so I've, leaving is going to be tough. Um, what, what, like, comparing the experience from playing here in Canada, is it like the competition, is it higher, is it lower? Um, how, do you, how can you compare that? I think my first year here, the league was definitely a little bit lower than what I'm used to. But since I've been here, my fourth year, like this year, I think our league is tremendous. Like it's it's gr drastically improved. Um, we've had a lot of teams that couldn't really compete at the national level. Like they'd be good for the West, um, are now being able to compete actually all across the nation. So yeah, the league itself has gotten way, way better. Yeah, uh, definitely. And I want to just kind of give a little background to maybe some of the people who don't know. Uh, what you guys are playing in right now is the American Collegiate Hockey Association, which is the NACHA, or sorry, ACHA. And, the, you know, it's different, a little different than the NCAA. And you've had a lot of teams other than Oregon who are moving up. You have schools like New Jersey, San Diego State. Is that something that you have felt, definitely, some of the, the increase in competition? Yeah, I, th I think just being able to all move up as D1. ASU has been our pretty much our biggest... Uh, groundbreaker for that them moving up to the ncaa uh, division one five years ago basically changed the whole game for the whole west coast um, there's more teams now that are going to be able to come in having the seattle kraken come in again is really big for the west coast so yeah i think having more teams move up i mean it's only going to get better our competition's just improved every year and yeah it's it's, it's going to get better definitely what do you see the sport maybe looking like five years from now both you know, on a national level and for Oregon, because, you know, right now you guys are playing off campus at a different rink. Uh, do you see hockey maybe growing, kind of being more of a staple of of the Oregon Ducks, of the culture here? Uh, five years from now, I would love if we had our own rink on campus. Um, that's something that's been rumored for multiple years now. Um, also, five years from now, like, I hope that we can move up to being an NCAA Division One team. I, I don't really think we're that far off. So once you bring in a school like Oregon, like Oregon is, is it's name power, it's recognition across not just the U.S., but into Canada too. Like once you bring in a school like that and make them D1, West Coast hockey is going to explode. Other schools like UW down into the Southern California schools are going to join in too. So it's, I think the five years, it's, it's all very exciting. Let's go. That is so exciting. That is super exciting, especially for us being uh, working on the sports podcast. I mean, it's just another thing that we're looking forward to. So you were a part of the two championships that that were won the past two years, right? Run me through something like that. What was the what was the experience winning that, and um, what what was the the style of the championship? It's a tournament, right? Yeah, so it's a single knockout tournament, uh, kind of NCAA March Madness style, just obviously on a much much smaller scale. The first year I was here, we we didn't have a good team. We were we went to the tournament, we lost first game, we had no hope.
next year we brought in about 15 recruits we had a crazy year and we got to the tournament actually game one we were down uh 5-2 with five minutes left and that was pretty much looking like our season was going to end we made a miraculous comeback 1-7-5 then beat Boise who was the best team in the west that year they were unbelievable Boise State was a really good team once we beat them, we knew that it was kind of it was over for everyone else. We were we were gonna clean house. We were gonna win that. We were gonna win the tournament that year. But I don't, just seeing where the team came from year one to year two, like winning a championship. That was in my twenty two years of playing. That was like the third championship I've ever won. So it was it was pretty exciting for the program, for Riley, for all the coaching staff, for all the players he brought into. I mean, most of the guys he's brought in, all they've known since they got here is winning, which is again, it's only gonna help. Oregon moving forward and at those tournaments like it's intense um, but it's it's a lot of fun and I, I wish we could have played this year it was going up to Seattle this year we're gonna get to play in the Krakens arena and yeah canceling it this year was devastating what uh did they cancel it for because of COVID protocols or was there like another reason that it got canceled uh, I think some teams were struggling with COVID um, and then financially like you said earlier we are student-run programs so a lot of us we're either paying dues or we're getting donations. And I think because it was going to Seattle this year, it was a lot of travel for some teams and they couldn't justify it. But COVID's definitely been been a huge hit. We've been trying to reschedule for UW for three weeks now and they're still struggling. So yeah, you guys have had a lot of rescheduled. I mean, I mean, it's every team, you know, <clears throat> this is this is a tough time we're going through. How do you how have you seen the team respond? Have they thrown you off a little bit? Do you feel like you guys have handled it with grace? I think we've handled it pretty well. Um, unfortunately, we've had more games canceled in the second half of the year um, than the first half, and we we went on a little bit of a skid to start the second half here. But I think we've handled it well. We have a couple weeks off now, so we're going to be able to practice and get back to work. Guys are going to be able to rest up. The one thing we've had this year more than anything is we've had a ton of injuries, so it's been really good to actually get the rest. Like having those weekends off hasn't been devastating when in the past where you're like oh you miss miss a weekend so we've it's been good to be able to get guys healthy um keep everyone engaged we'll see how the next few weeks go um hopefully we can reschedule some games but right now it's just looking like playoffs yeah you guys are fresh off a win against uh boise state how'd that feel huge yeah. uh that was we were on a four game losing streak so that was we hadn't basically hadn't lost four games in almost two years as Oregon team so that was really big we all needed that we had uh we definitely had a good time in Boise uh Saturday night and it was it was needed the boys needed that one for sure yeah how do you uh, like how did how do you rally the team to bounce back because you you did drop one the night the day before and then you come back and and win was it was there anything that was said by maybe a leader or a coach or somebody that kind of was like yo we gotta we gotta bounce back Nothing, nothing really was said, to be honest. It was kind of just collectively all the guys. We want to play for our seniors. Um, I know it's me included, but we're just at the point now where it's like we have some of our older guys that have put really good work into this. Our president of our club that's been here for three years and grinds every day to make this program stay alive. I think it was just collectively, let's play for him. Let's play for the older guys that aren't going to be here next year. And everyone came out and just worked. We just, we just went to work and... I mean, we, I think we dominated that game start to finish. So it was, it was nice to bounce back and get a win. That's, that's so sick. I like, I like hearing that. And I, once I saw that you guys bounce back, I'm like, like, let's go. That's, that's going to be dope going forward. Um, I do want to touch on like the, the club basis. Like 
how do how does that work as a as a player and a student? What are some of the obligations that you have to do? Um, you know, you said student dues, so you have to pay. But what are some other things that you have to do to kind of be a part of the team? So f- for us, like just just normal players on the team, um, you have your dues. There's some sponsorship stuff you have to go to. We have some events. We we do a lot of stuff at the golf course uh, out in Springfield. But really, other than that, it's it's our our club presidents that take a lot of the load. Um, Kurt Fortney and Austin Poltz, they've they've been our club presidents this year, and and they're the ones that do everything. They're the ones that book all our games, uh, get our shuttles ready, flights, hotels, um, you know, make sure that practices are scheduled, everything like that. So really. As the student part for me, it's basically just showing up to the rink after the dues are paid and just putting in the work. Um, but we do have some guys on the team that put in hours and hours of work every week to make this this happen. That's awesome. So you are a senior. This is your last year. You mentioned that you guys have had a lot of injuries, you know, a lot of 18-year-old freshmen. Uh, do you feel, as far as optimism for the future, that the team is going to be in good hands going forward after you, you bow out? I, I really do, yeah. Um, I think that Riley is... Just to start with our coach, he's an unbelievable recruiter. Um, we joke around all the time saying he's the Mario Cristobal of, of <laughs> ACHA hockey. So he's an unbelievable recruiter. I don't think he'll have any issue bringing in 20 guys if he needed next year. And then we do have, I mean, we have 10, 12 guys that are can compete at the D1 level going forward. So yeah, everyone's young, which the age will definitely help. But I think they're going to be in really, really good hands moving forward. And again, it's only going to help them move to the ACHA or the NCAA D1 level quicker. So they're so next year they're not moving NCAA uh, Division One. What is the division that they're moving up to? So it's still ACHA. Um, okay. So it's ACHA Division One. Its closest comparison um, would probably be NCAA D three. Um, just it's the D3 for bigger schools, right? And if you don't want to go to a small school in the East Coast, you can come to Oregon or ASU or the big guys and play D1 there. San Diego State, I know, is going next year. So um, it just, yeah, it's it's just better hockey, but it gives you the flexibility to still attend a university that, you know, you've, you've dreamt about your whole life. That's a, that's a, big, that's a big step. And um, like, like you said, you see them being Division One later on down the road. Um, do you think that's part of being like the culture that Riley, your coach, right? That he's adapted here, like recruiting players and bringing people in, um, like how it requires talent to get there. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, the reason I'm so optimistic is because Riley, like being able to bring in 15 guys to come in to pay dues and also pay for schooling, like none of us are on scholarships. So the fact that you can bring in international kids and kids out of state to pay thousands and thousands of dollars to play at the ACHA Division II level means that once you start moving up, like we're talking Oregon here, like once we move up to NCAA Division I, we're going to be a top 10 program every year. There's just no, it's the same with our football, right? We get some of the best recruits in the nation every single year. So I think Riley's culture has been really good. Um, and then bringing guys in has just been too easy for him. Definitely. I mean, I'm so excited because I am a hockey fan. And seeing what you guys have done, you know, I think, I mean, you really do have a chance to be probably already are one of the flagship schools for hockey right now, at least in the Pac-8, you know, in the ACHA. What's ahead? I mean, as a fan, I'm just, I'm so excited. This is, this is really exciting stuff. Yeah, it's, it's huge. It's huge moving forward. I'm, 
I'm optimistic we can build a new rink, get something closer to campus, get the students more involved. I mean, the biggest thing right now is still getting the word out that we exist. You hear all the time around campus, oh, we have a hockey team. Once we can get rid of that and get more fans, I mean, we've been averaging like 400 fans a game this year, which is, we had 50 fans my first year here. So it's growing every single day here and it's exciting for everyone. Everyone that's involved in UO, hockey is going to be NCAA D1 one day and it's going to be crazy here. That is super exciting. Where, where do you guys play at? Where, where's uh, like your home, co- your home rink? So we play at the Rink Exchange. Uh, it's down uh, on 13th. It's about two miles from campus. Um, just a local barn. It's the it's the local uh, the local rink that's been here forever. Um, the the Eugene Generals played it for a while. I believe they're not around currently, but we're desperately looking for an upgrade but i was looking at the schedule and it looked like you guys have also played in other places in oregon like medford we played in medford uh first weekend of the year we played medford which is a huge weekend for us they are crazy supportive we get a sell out there um make a ton of money which is big for us plus growing the game in oregon um they don't have a junior team right now so really we're the only hockey they get to watch once a year uh, we went to bend to start the new year which was again a crazy event it was a sold out house um, again, that's just growing the game. Um, we were hopeful to play, actually play UW up in Portland uh, in the coming weeks. We're just just trying to expand it. That's literally the goal: is just try to get more and more people in the state of Oregon familiar with hockey, know exactly what it is, know exactly that the Ducks have a team, that we're a competitive team. But growing the game has been huge. Yeah, you guys are really competitive. I mean, you started off this season eleven and zero. Like you, you you've built the foundation. You've won. Pack eight championships. Um, going into like the the way that the season's going forward, how do you feel going into you go to regionals if it doesn't the UW doesn't come out right? What is regionals like as a as a player and like kind of the format? Uh, so regionals is the same as the pack eight. It's a single knockout. Um, except there's two teams that make it from regionals to go to nationals. Um, that's basically the goal for us right now with pack eights canceled is. We want to play nationals. Uh, the Oregon Duck program has never been to nationals, um, so that would be something as a senior and in the last year of Division Two would be really exciting for us to make it there. With our schedule changes, unfortunately, with games canceled, we're looking at a little bit of a longer road at regionals. So we're gonna have to probably play three games there. It's all single knockout. You win, you win, you go on. You lose, you go home. So it's intense. Uh, unfortunately, the last two years we've actually been to regionals, we've lost both times in the first game so we've never made it past that first that first milestone we're looking to change that this year three weeks off is going to be a bit tough if we can't play anyone before regionals but we need to we need to take that next step so big opportunities so regionals is in three weeks and you're trying to get UW rescheduled is there anything after that or is it UW regionals just like that uh UW regionals and then uh we finish our season actually playing uh one last division one games we're playing UNLV um which they're the, the best Division One team in the nation right now, so it's going to be a big, big, big test uh, for the last the last weekend of the year, and and then nationals after that if everything goes well. That's exciting. What do you are you playing? Is that a home uh, home game? Or are you are you going to Vegas? We're actually going to Vegas. Okay, uh, we're playing Vegas twice in Vegas, so wow. at least uh, we're going to have some fun. But uh, they're going to be a good team. They're they're a top notch squad. Um, we've played Arizona this year, who's about fifteen in the nation um and they were a good team they they beat us pretty handily for nothing unlv is ranked number three i think right now in the country and they're they're going to be a really tough squad so we're just hoping we can stay there and stay healthy and get a little tune-up 
before nationals. What uh what what teams are like in the regional? So like regional, who are the is UNLV in there? Is Arizona in there? So the division one teams will not be in there. Um we'd play there are teams from the West Coast, um MSU Denver, uh, a couple other Denver schools, uh San Diego State if they choose to go. Uh UCLA has actually had a good year. So a bunch of West Coast teams, basically. Um, Mary, uh, only there's going to be one team from the pack this year. It's going to be us. That's it? That's it, yeah. Uh, the pack, with with everyone canceling games and stuff, there's just right. not enough games for other teams to qualify. So you faced injuries uh, early on in the season. Were they some of your starters that were out, or were they just bench players that uh, gave relief to starters? Uh, we had actually one of our better defensemen go down early. Um, he missed a little bit of time with a knee injury. Um, myself, I've had some shoulder issues this year. Um, just It's just been a lot of like guys missing one practice a week kind of thing. Like No one's really missed games. No one's missed a significant amount of time, but everyone's just playing kind of banged up. Um, just it's been, a, it's been a long grind, a long season. So guys are just, guys are, guys are sore, guys are tired and, getting a couple weeks off to heal the bodies isn't is going to actually be huge for us that is good and hopefully that'll prime you guys a little bit for regionals you know it's going to be you mentioned the intensity you're down in Vegas. it's going to be very competitive so i'm glad that you guys got a little taste of that you know agreed yeah no it's it's going to be uh regionals is going to be super intense this year there's there's been multiple teams that have had so many games canceled and other tournaments canceled that the only hope right now is nationals for a lot of teams so regionals is going to be going to be definitely intense do you get like a like a like a check or something you know because it's it's a club sport Any stipends yeah time? yeah like <laughs> if, you, if you go to nationals if you come on top of regionals is there any incentives or is it just you know you won um which is which is good enough as a player especially if you're a senior yeah I'm, i mean winning nationals would be definitely a dream way to end my career here But uh, the school helps us out a lot. Uh, we have our club sports um, program at the school, and they they do actually they love us at the hockey team. Um, so they've been able to treat us really well. At the end of the day, though, it's a lot of fundraising. Yeah, it's 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 twenty thirty thousand dollars for us to go to nationals, probably. So it's it's going to be a lot of fundraising. The school can't quite give us that much money. So yeah, no stipends, just just a championship if we can make it work. Hey. You know, we love that. I, I want to get a little more just into you. You know, this is your last year. Uh, what's next? Like, would you ever be open to to maybe coming back to the sport to, to coach or anything along those lines? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think next year I, I'm um, considering a role as a video coach for the team um, to, to stay with the squad. Um, I, I was looking into an assistant coaching role, but I think they're trying to expand the staff next year as with moving up, they're trying to get a little bit bigger, a little more professional. So um, adding a video coach and other things. So yeah, I'm, I'm definitely trying to help out with the team. I'm not, I'm not going to leave them in the dust. I mean, I've been here for four years. I've put in a lot of work. I've known the coaching staff. They're not going anywhere. A lot of these players I've known know really well now. So I'd love to help out as long as I can. And that's something you've actually seen with the Ducks hockey in the past is we have a ton of alumni support. Um, we've, we've had a lot of guys that come back after their time and try to help out or donate or, you know, offer us videos or anything like that. So the ducks, the duck organization, the duck hockey culture has been, it's been very positive for, for years now. And we've got a lot of support. 
Then you got like I just got to touch on the unis. I mean, the unis are like they're, they're fresh. Like, yeah, they it's are like fresh. Well, it's it's Oregon's like staple right there. You got to make sure that the te- the teams look fresh while they're out there. They're as cool as that ice. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's pretty much ice on the rink. <laughs> pretty much why I can't wait for us to go D one. I think that we would get a new jersey every week. Like the jerseys we have are so nice. We get compliments everywhere we go. Every team, like we were on ESPN featured. It's I mean, the jerseys are a selling point for kids to come here. Like, it's Oregon. Let's be bold. We got bright green jerseys. Like, it's, they're so cool. Do you uh, plan on, like, playing at all, like, uh, past uh, once you're finished? Or are you just more focused on maybe becoming a coach? Uh, not not at the current moment. No, no playing. Um, definitely going to help out with coaching. Uh, move into to boring sales role, but uh, definitely going to help out with coaching. Um but no, no plans to play right now. I think that my 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 body, to be honest with you, is is kind of at, at its end. <laughs> the shoulders are are a mess. That's a, that's crazy because you you take a lot of damage, right? Like you you're a forward, so you're you're pushing the pace a little right bit more often. Yeah, yeah. So what it? I just got to know, like the intensity of being on the ice. What is that like? It's fun. That's the best way to put it. Is it's just fun, like. Um, I've played with the same kid for three years now and Kurt Fortney, he's been my line mate and one of my best friends and him and I, we just have fun out there. We just, we know how to play the game. We've played on each other's line for so long. Like it's just, it is, it's intense, but it's, it's not at the same time. Like there's moments you're joking around at the other team. It's just, it's just a lot of fun to be out there and play and score and, and win. Like it's, it's exciting. So how do you train? You know, I mean, basketball, we know, is a lot of conditioning. That's something we're talking about a lot. It's wintertime. I mean, what regimen do you apply diet? How often are you in the gym on a weekly basis? In the gym, not as often as I should be. Um, right now, we're practicing three days a week in the mornings. Um, it's kind of just on our own. We don't really have anything set. We're like, we're we're playing so much right now that it's just guys getting calories in and making sure that we're just staying relatively in game shape. Um mainly just healing our bodies again. Like it's not really at this point in the season, guys aren't going to get in any better shape for regionals. We only got a couple weeks before. So it's just maintain your body, eat healthy and be able to play when we can, when you can. Do you, uh, like on like a practice, like, is it like, do you have, are you running through normal stuff, just like sets and defense? Are you doing like conditioning or anything like that or is it just kind of all right we're going to come through kind of walk through because you guys are kind of banged up a little bit so you know you don't really want to push guys to their to their absolute limit i i completely agree um right now because we have we were supposed to play uw in two weeks which may or may not get canceled um so we're gonna have a significant amount of time off uh, like today's practice was a bagger like we we got skated pretty good today we're still doing conditioning every day. Um, we're doing walkthroughs and systems, um, you know, doing some line rushes, making sure we're we're knowing who we're playing with. But but realistically, like we're still we're still skating hard every day. We're just trying to stay as game focused as we possibly can, which is tough in practices, but trying to keep up the intensity. Is part of you kind of grateful that you're at the program where you are now? Because I can imagine when if when they move up to the NCA, it's going to be like seven days a week, maybe. I mean, I can only imagine uh, 
you know, the workload that's going to be put on these guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm just most excited to say once they move up that I was here, alumni just use that card, but it's going to be intense for them when they move up and it's going to be intense next year, to be honest. Like I think next year that they're going to have a more prominent workout routine. We've partnered with elements, uh, fitness in Springfield. Um, so I think, yeah, I think next year, even moving up just to ACHA division one is going to be a lot. So yeah, I, I'm definitely thankful that this is kind of my last year. I've had a really good run, but I've enjoyed, I'm enjoying kind of closing it out with a, a less intense schedule than what's going to be next year. Yeah. You've also laid the foundation too. So you can, you know, you were part of that and that's something to be proud of and look back on, you know, you laid the foundation of, of what's happening. You've been here since, you know, your first year, you said it wasn't really that well. And then you kind of just adapted and grown and moved on since then. Uh, when, like, when did you first put skates on? When, Oh, I, I first put skates on when I was like three, wow. three or four, just a classic Canadian Been skating forever. Um, my first year on the team, we had a kid, it was his second or third year ever skating, not playing hockey, like ever skating period. Wow. So impressive. the age of 25, 24, when you have guys that like, I've been playing for 20 years and we have a kid that's been playing for two. Yeah. Seeing where it's come in the last three years has been really, really eye opening. And yeah, I, I mean, it's been, it's been sweet to be part of the foundation, be part of the the start of this start of this come up so but yeah been skating for a lot longer than some of the guys on the team that's for sure <laughs> do you uh do you try to reach out to like other people to come join like have you done any like personal recruiting yourself to kind of get the name out there um a little bit here and there uh, unfortunately with with where i am a lot of my buddies backgrounds just uh it was it was not really feasible um to come down here um Kurt actually, the, he came down as my line mate. I've known him for a really long time, so it was nice to get him down here. But otherwise, it's really Riley and and uh, Chris and Vivian, our other coach. They put in all the work. They they show up. They do go to all the camps. Like over Christmas, they went to Chicago for two weeks to recruit and stuff. Like they're this is this is their career. So we try to bring guys down. We ask our buddies all the time, but realistically, it's all kind of who they can bring in. Yeah, you mentioned a, a while ago of the Seattle Kraken. You know, we know as far as professional sports go, the Northwest, we're kind of isolated. We have the Seattle Seahawks, the Portland Trailblazers, and that's kind of it, you know. So do you think the Seattle Kraken, do you think that does a lot for kind of the hockey atmosphere? Do you think it'll speak volumes in getting recruits and building a culture here? A hundred percent, without a doubt. It's, it's already helped, um, to be honest. Like, even we went up to Seattle this year and just having it there like those guys that went and toured the rink like our whole entire team bought kraken gear like just yeah having them there is going to bring down so many more recruits and allow all the other teams on the west coast to grow as well are you a kraken fan now oh absolutely 100 percent. yeah definitely they're not a very good team this year but that's all right we'll be a kraken fan for life was there a team that you rooted for before? Like when you were growing up, was there like a team or a player that you looked up to or wanted to be like? Um, I was a big uh, Jeff Carter fan. Uh, he played for the LA Kings, so I was a huge Kings fan. I still am a huge Kings fan. I love the Kings, but the Kraken uh, coming in has been kind of nice, a little closer to uh, to where we are. But the Kings have always been my team. I've I've definitely been a been a big Kings fan. Yeah, I have very fond memories of going to see the Winterhawks with my family. So I'm glad that we have a team here that's at the next level. You know, maybe I'll have to hop on the bandwagon there, get some gear. Please, please do, please. Uh, we uh, we can use all the support we 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 can. So, 
The Kraken here is nice too. Like it's the color scheme is. I love their logo. Yeah, it's I sick. like it. I like it a lot. Um, touching on like the the Winter Hawks, that's like a a, a junior hockey team, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so those players are is that like a two or three steps above, um, what is being played now, like at as a club sport? What does that compare to to the University of Oregon club sport? Uh, it's kind of a tough comparison because it's it's U twenty. So you have like 17 to 20 year olds there, whereas in the college level, you're usually probably 20 to 24 year olds is kind of most kids are coming out of juniors to play college. Um, guys in the WHL, like that's, that's like really good hockey. Like guys are getting drafted to the NHL. Um, those would be kids that would, would go play pro immediately afterwards. So it's a, it's definitely a, a few steps up from what we're currently at. Um, but speaking of Portland, uh, they've actually been in contact with us multiple times about working together to try to grow the game in Oregon too. So we've actually discussed recently about playing before a Winterhawks game there to try and get fans. But as far as the level goes, like those kids will never be able to attend the University of Oregon. They're just they're just better than the level we play at. But having Portland here is is, is huge. Like having the Winterhawks, that is that is really big for us as well because it gets kids down here. We have kids that go to the Winter Hawks games all the time. Every every one of us were just diehard hockey fans, right? So having more hockey around the area doesn't hurt. Yeah, exactly. And I know me growing up, uh, you know, I grew up in the area, so it's like the only hockey I've ever really been around is is Winter Hawks. So knowing that they're it's growing larger and larger and larger is is happy. Like I'm I'm excited to see um where hockey takes off. Cause um, like Brennan said, like all we have is, you know. Seahawks, Blazers, Mariners, um, and and that's really it. And I mean, college football is really huge around here. Mm-hmm. And then the Winterhawks, like that's like a a side piece that is like not really known about. Um, so that's awesome that you guys are going going with them to kind of grow the sport. So what can people do now? I mean, uh, this is your opportunity to plug some stuff. You know, you, donations. How can People who go here and people in the community, uh, you know, build awareness for this hockey team and really speed up its process. Um, to be honest with you, just just getting our name out there, just just getting the fact that Oregon has a hockey team. That's that's pretty much the biggest thing is saying like, hey, we have a hockey team, getting people to games to see our culture. Like like I said, our tickets my first year were 50, 60 people to now 400 people. And then we also like we're. I mean, we're always accepting donations. We're always looking for, for for good sponsors that are willing to partner with us. And and we're trying to get, you know, get your name out there as often as possible, whether it's on the jerseys, whether it's in promotional videos on our Instagram, social media, whatever that is. So just if if you've heard about Ducks Hockey, if you hear from it, if this is your first time hearing about it right now, um, just know that we're out there and we're growing every day and, and we can use all the support we can get. Absolutely. Go show your support, guys. Absolutely. Um, I think that's about... Do you have, wrap it up a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Good. Uh, Connor, do you have anything to to add? Like, going forward, you know, what what is the slate? We kind of talked about it a little bit. You're not... Um, you're potentially playing uh, UW, but uh, regionals is um, what the main focus on. Where is it at? And uh, what can we look forward to with that? Uh, regionals is in Colorado this year. Um I mean, hopefully what you can look forward to is us going to nationals. Really, uh, we're going to have to play three games. We're going to play three games against good good teams, especially good teams in Colorado. Um, MSU Denver is probably going to be our toughest competition. We've we played them 
a few weeks ago and lost 5-2 in a really good game. Uh, so hopefully we can we can turn that around and compete with them. But it really regionals is just going to be everyone, as long as we can stay healthy and get there in a good mindset. In this league, it's a hardworking league. If any night anyone can win. Excellent, man. Well, thank you for doing this once again. Uh, this was huge. This is great for us. I'm, I'm very, you guys are doing this the right way. I'm very excited to see where this this team goes uh, moving forward. And we'd love to have you on maybe in a few weeks to recap regionals. Yeah, I appreciate that, guys. Yeah, yeah thank you so thank much you, for having for me. Getting and, on. and to our listeners, if you haven't already, uh, check out uh, Oregon Hockey. Um, they're, they're doing excellent this year. Um, you know, with all the ups and downs and hurdles that they've had to jump over, from the sounds of it, they've, they've overcome what they needed to. And they're excited to see where the program goes forward. Connor, thank you for joining us. Yeah, hey, thanks, guys. Appreciate it.